0: You live on a golf course, you said. Yeah. Yeah, you're a big golfer.
1: I well, not a big golfer. But I play once a week.
0: What What do you shoot?
1: Man, I'm usually around 90, something like that.
0: That's pretty good. I'm more of a one tenor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a I got a mean a, a mean slice. It almost comes yeah, back to me.
1: I, I got rid of my slice. Now I'm hooking it too bad. Oh, it's like it's
0: oh awesome. man. Well, man, thanks for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. And uh, I just finished my coffee, so I don't have any
0: coffee. Oh, you got to fill up. I got mine. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> where where are you looking? I'm down in Murrow's Inlet. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you're up north, right? Little yeah. River? Over area. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I didn't know you grew up in Conway? yeah. I didn't I didn't know that till recently. What yep. you got to tell me, what was it like growing up in Conway?
1: Man, it was uh, it was hard work. Uh, grew up out in the country on a tobacco farm and uh had to get up at the morning and every morning to work in tobacco fields and man, oh, it, was man. it was uh a rewarding childhood. Uh, I had the great parents and uh grandparents and we lived right across the street from grandparents and healing. He on the farm, so we had a great time, man. It was, uh you know, yeah, all the country doing all the country stuff kids did back like day. Yeah,
0: well, you know, because I moved, I moved here about nine years ago from California, but I grew up mostly in Tampa, down in Florida. Yeah. And when I first moved here, I moved to Conway, and that Imagine. was a big change for me. It was, it was. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I'm. That's why I'm where I am now. I couldn't stay there anymore. It was just too small town for me. But yeah. But so there must've been some kind of rock scene though. I mean, you got into music. Man, it wouldn't, uh,
1: well, you know, it was more of a rock scene, more of a music scene, I guess in general happening back, back in those days. And, uh, I just put together a band in high school and buddies of mine, you know, and we all got together. My dad built us a rehearsal place out by the house. And we'd got there and practice and practice and practice, man. It was, uh, it was great. I mean we uh you know there was a lot of clubs back in back in that day in Myrtle Beach. You could, you know, small bands could play.
0: It was sure.
1: A lot of them. and uh so that helped. And um so we got out there and we like playing places like the Castaways and Magic Attic and all those kind of places. It was really fun.
0: Yeah, there's some video out there, I think. Uh Max Warrior, right? Was that your band? Yeah, yeah. Playing there in Myrtle Beach with CJ was in that band. Yeah. Did true. he live here too?
1: He he's originally, he was in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. Okay. And they would come down every summer and he would spend the summer down here. I actually met him long before we was, when we started Knights Warrior. It was like, gosh, I was maybe still in high school. I was at a. Uh, pizza place. When I, buddy of mine, went to see a boxing match, they had it on the TV, and there was a dude over in the corner playing Billy Joel songs. <laughs> on and I was, we were heckling, and like, shut up, go to watch the bike And it was, and he came over and talked to us. And I was like, man, you do have a good voice. You want to, you want to start a band? I'm like, no, I got to go back to Pennsylvania. Ended up, he had been in. He'd, we'd started Mike's Warrior, and it was a year later before we realized that was him that we had met before.
0: Oh man!
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny, but <laughs> we ended up being together anyway. So it was we had a good run. I mean, CJ and I were together. I guess our first gig started in '81.
0: Wow! You know? And you were you were with the band with Firehouse till what? About two thousand or so?
1: Two thousand. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good run. Yeah. You guys accomplished a lot, too. Yeah, it was great, man. It's been,
1: a, it's been a good life, and I've been blessed to have been able to do it this long. It's still going, and, you know, yeah. Stripers doing great, and I'm having a great time with those guys. And they were always one of my favorite bands, you know, back in the 80s. So were was, they? Yeah, it was an honor to be in the Oh, wow. Band, you know, I've, everything I've had, you can ask all my friends – from the mid 80s, everything I had was yellow and black because I painted my truck yellow and black. It was like everything. And it was, I wow. guess, meant to be being striper,
0: you know? Yeah, but, now you get to wear it for real, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into Striper because you guys have a lot going on right now. Um, Getting ready to release a new album, what, in October? I think so. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And I believe yeah. it's called The Final Battle. I
1: haven't. I don't know if we've even decided on a name yet.
0: Okay. I haven't got that word, but you know, okay, you know that's one of them. But I, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. Well, so, you have two. You have two singles out right now, one released in June, one July, and here we are in August. Are we going to hear a third here soon?
1: We're actually going. Uh, we leave. Um, I leave on the sixteenth to go to Nashville. We're shooting two two videos, and uh, then we run up to. Gatlinburg, do a, do a monsters on the mountain festival, but uh, we're doing the, those two videos, and I don't think I can say what they are yet. But uh, that I think those will be the next two singles.
0: Uh huh. Okay. But these
1: are real videos, like the first two were like I think I guess lyric videos and what whatnot. But uh, okay, these are full fledged videos we're doing.
0: Well the songs sound great. I mean they sound heavy. Um are we gonna see that on the rest of the album?
1: Yeah, it's a heavy record. I mean there's there's a there's a I mean there's one song on there that's um a song called Near that's uh, kind of a power ballad type thing, but it's still pretty heavy. It's not like 80s power ballads, you know. Right, right. It's uh it's the the lightest song on there but most of it man 90 percent of
0: it's pretty rocking okay yeah. okay and is this coming out on frontiers yeah okay okay yep. and this is your second album with them right right yeah okay because you released an album in right during 2020 right
1: yeah the even the devil believes
0: right
1: that, right all right yeah that, now that was the first i was did i actually record it on the the one before that goddamn evil was uh i joined right when it was getting ready to come out and uh, okay. so i didn't play on that record
0: but i toured on it so mm-hmm. and then to release that in 2020 we all know what happened the last two years i mean that had to just deflate this you you know just i mean yeah. you couldn't do anything with it once you released it
1: no, yeah exactly. we and at the time we thought that i mean Everybody was telling us that that was the best album we've ever done in mm. history. man. And, and, uh, I was honored to be a part of that, but it's a shame that we didn't get a tour on that record, man. That was so good. You know? Yeah. But this one is, uh, I'm sorry if you can hear my dogs back
0: right Ah, Now they're fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can join um, us if they like, but, uh, this one I, I, this one is just as good. It's amazing. My, Michael is such a good writer. Good mm-hmm. guy. And a great producer. And he's just got the, some of the best ears I've run across in rock, man. He's a talented dude. And, I mean, everybody in the band great. Yeah, but yeah. his writing is just amazing. He writes more than any guy I know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Now, um, you've had a how was it making this record? Because we all know what happened with Oz and, and Michael recently with his eye, you know, I mean, there's a lot of setbacks, but you guys pushed through that. I mean, how did yeah. that work out for you guys?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, we were worried. I mean, uh, uh, Oz was, uh, you know, he was worried that he might not could handle it. And he freaking nailed it, dude. I mean, there's some of the best solos I think he's ever done on this record. And, uh, his vocals were great. He, he freaking knocked it out of the park. And and Michael, I mean, he was right in the middle of his eye thing, so he, he was wearing a patch, and he couldn't move his head. He'd have to mm. he'd sit there and, you know, play and try not to... He couldn't get into it, but he... he uh, I wasn't there when he was doing his lead vocals. He did those after we were done with the basic tracks. But, uh, man... <laughs> There's some stuff on there that's just outrageous. That he's singing is just some high notes he's hitting, they're higher than ever. It's unbelievable. I don't know how he does it still.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and even with an eye issue, because I would think, I mean, I'm not a singer, but hitting those notes puts got to put some pressure in there.
1: Man, it's tough. I I used to sing in the stratosphere. I had a freaking really high falsetto. I've lost a lot of that, you know. Uh i naturally have a really low voice, but I can see bass or tenor, but that nothing in between. Right. <laughs> but uh, he hadn't lost anything as high end as just I mean, it's I think it's as good as heaven. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think he's sounds better great. now. He's got a little more growl to his voice and a little more I don't know, it's, it's a little more soulful than it was mm-hmm. back in the day. You know, it was mm-hmm really high everything was super high and clean and now he's just got this rasp it sounds great Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. now you got into striper coming out of country yeah Yeah. right (laughs) so you go from from firehouse which is a a rock band you know basic rock band into country and then into i consider striper a metal band yeah they're pretty heavy yeah So, so that's a big jump though country to metal yeah well
1: for me, it's all, I mean, I grew up on country. My dad played in the country band. He got me started playing. And, man, I didn't hear a rock song until I was probably 14. You know? mm. They kept they
0: it mean, him from you.
1: They didn't. I mean, I, the the first thing I ever heard that wasn't country, man, I can remember the day. I'm in the on the farm in the farm truck. Like We had this truck. We did all our errands and picking up crap. And my aunt, I had two older uncles that worked with us, and there was an eight track tape in there, and I put it in, and it was Slime the Family Stone. And I freaked out. I was like, what is this? It was so Where good.
0: Where has this been?
1: It was so good. It changed my life. And uh, I told my dad, I was like, have you ever heard of this band, Slime the Family Stone? He's like, you don't need to be listening to that stuff, boy. You need to <laughs> play and get your country band together and play country. It's like, So he never got the. He died before I uh, moved to Nashville. and uh,
0: played cool.
1: the Grand Ole Opry, I think 150 sometimes. And oh, wow. Played with Craig Morgan and Trace Atkins for uh, combined, I think um, 17 years I was there.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. And. Uh, so he would have been proud, you know, yeah, it was uh, it it was a great experience and it it taught me, you know how to play different styles more. and you know I could play basic country back in the day. I played that, but this newer stuff was a lot more complicated. And the guys that got national recording are just monsters. so oh, all of them it, you know, it helped my playing and uh, I learned to play with my fingers more. But now I'm back with a pick on this super fast stuff. I can't yeah, do yeah. that.
0: Well, you've always been pretty much a pick guy, right?
1: Yeah, I was a pick guy in Firehouse. So it's, mm-hmm. I get a better sound, a better tone of the pick and keep better time, you know?
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, if I got to use my fingers, if I have to, I have to, but yeah. I, I prefer the pick.
1: So you're a bass player too?
0: Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. I got a spec curl see back there? What's that? Is that a Spectre I see back there? That then? is. Yeah, that's one of them. Got the other ones up there and a couple of them. I was endorsed by Spectre when I was in Nashville. Uh, a full endorsement? Yeah. Nice. I had a uh, just small one. <laughs> like it was yeah. basically just a discount.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they make great stuff, man. I love their faces. I have uh, went back to Roscoe. So
0: I'm Roscoe, a, i Roscoe. I've never played one of those. Jeez, man. It's. I.
1: I play. I plugged this thing in when we were recording. The first time we were recording up, Danny, our engineer, was setting everything up and plugged in. The first note I hit on that bass, he was sitting at the desk, and he turned around and looked at me and said, What on earth is that? It's <laughs> a <laughs> Roscoe. He's like, "That's he hadn't even tweeted anything yet. He That's the best sound of bass I've ever heard. Of.
0: Wow, I'm not familiar, familiar with Roscoe. Killer, dude. Yeah. All handmade
1: right there in North Carolina.
0: Really? Uh, green,
1: green. Greensboro, it's freaking amazing. They're more the jazz. They're like one of the top jazz bases. Okay, these guys play, but uh, yeah, yeah. He was the. It's actually the first endorsement I ever got. Right, it was right before Firehouse came out.
0: And uh, did you play those with Firehouse?
1: The first couple of videos were those. Okay, and then the whole band went to Yamaha. Everybody, young mm. know, guitar, bass keys, everything. We struck a deal with them. So I had to leave him. And then I came at the end of my national run. He called, he was trying to break into the national scene and you know, invited me back in. So yeah. I was like, absolutely, man. I,
0: so I love him. Nice. And you're still with him. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Let me ask you so when you got out of the country and you joined Striper, how did that all unfold? How'd that happen?
1: Um, a buddy of mine, that, uh, that he unfortunately he died a few years, a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, he was a really good friend. He followed Max Warrior around everywhere in North Carolina. He loved Max Warrior, man. And uh, he had been doing some promotion on his own, getting little bands and playing clubs in, in Raleigh area. And the uh, Striper's manager was talking to him one day about a show. And something came up about, uh, well, Striper might be looking for a bass player. And he was like, hold on. And he wrote my name and number down and gave it to Striper's manager. Just so happened, Striper's manager used to be in a band, and the, one of the first shows they ever did was opening for Firehouse.
0: In oh, wow. Wow. And he said,
1: we treated them so good, and we're all so nice, and this and that. And he kept up with me. He's like, I know this guy. And so he really pushed me getting to get. Yeah, he called Michael up. And he's like, I think i got the guy for you. And uh, they uh, said, so okay, we'll send him up. We gave, told, gave me four songs to learn. Went up to Michael's house. Everybody met up there. We got in a little tiny studio he's got there in his house. And we're getting ready to play. And he's like, okay, let's just play the songs. And we're not singing. I was like... I didn't know the songs that well, and I kind of followed them.
0: Yeah, yeah, you needed those cues.
1: So I'm playing and not, I'm trying to hum along, sing the song, know where I'm at. And uh, we got through that. I was like, Yeah, man, sounds good. It's like, I didn't know you played with the pick. Like, this is way tighter. I love it. (laughs) So I was (laughs) like, Okay, cool. And uh, he said, Okay, let's sing some. And it's like, we just started singing the choruses, all these songs a cappella. Oh, wow. And they were like, oh my God. Wow. Very good, man. Very good. So that all happened. I said, okay, we'll, you know, we're gonna take a while and you know, we got a few other people to come up, and jam with us, we'll see, we'll look, we'll call you. So two days later, they called me, I was getting ready to tee off first hole of the golf course. And they called and uh I said, we're not gonna see anybody else it's yours if you want it and nice oh it's like running around on the t-box
0: anyway. <laughs> what, what'd you shoot like a 130 that day <laughs>
1: i couldn't, couldn't already play i was so happy and
0: uh,
1: yeah that's the way that went down and it was um uh, i mean i'd met them i played in well in max warrior open for huh? four
0: okay so did you did they know they yeah. knew of you i'm sure right? they knew a firehouse right and i've been
1: backstage at a meet and greet like when i was in nashville and i met them there but they didn't you know
0: yeah, remember
1: yeah. That so they really didn't know me at all yeah you know and um but they, you know, of course, they knew about Barnard House. so that's all awesome. that helped, and uh, so that's how it
0: happened. That's awesome. I met them once at a Kmart, of all places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They did an in-store at a Kmart. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I miss think... the in-store days, man. Yeah.
1: yeah, I miss them. We went. We were in the. I think it was Des Moines. We were doing a show recently, and we actually went to a radio station and did an interview when's the last like,
0: time you did that <laughs> you
1: know, it was like oh my god we used to do this every day you know back in the yeah. 90s. and it's like wow it just brought back all these memories and the guy that was interviewing us had a platinum one of our platinum albums on the wall that I had signed to it it's like man I've kept that <laughs> in my prized possession I was like oh my god so it was it was fun it was weird you know going Yeah.
0: To well you know I've got a place for you to do an in-store That's right. Yeah, we've been doing them there. We've got two recently. Yep. I want to do that. Yeah. We we gotta set that up.
1: I wish the band could play here, man. Everybody's wanting to see all my buddies want to see me play with Striper and like we can't we tried to get in the house of blues, but they were like it wouldn't come off the money. So it was like Mm. I don't know. I don't know what the House of Blues in Orlando is like our best gig of the year every year. It's like mm. sells out instantly. Yeah,
0: I don't know what they're doing up there. It's kind of disappointing, but they're missing out on a lot of stuff.
1: Tribute bands and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I give tickets away all the time. <laughs> free free <laughs> yeah. tickets. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, right? But yeah, I know we're, we're running short on time. So let me, I wanted to ask you about Clean Break as well. That's a new project you did with James Durbin and Robert. Yeah. Right? Wait, tell yeah. me about that. Was that put together yeah, by Frontiers,
1: Frontiers? Yeah, Frontiers put that together. They like putting these bands together. Like yeah. Icon, Michael's an iconic right now. and um, So I, they just emailed me the tracks, and I recorded them in the studio here in Myrtle Beach. And uh, I didn't think it was going to be that great. I mean, there were some great songs, but putting something together like that without everybody being together is kind of weird. You don't know mm-hmm. what the final thing's gonna, what you're playing to might not be the final thing, and you don't know if you're right accenting stuff right and you know stuff like that. Dang man, it turned out so good. It sounds freaking great. Yeah, bass tone turned out awesome, and the mix is good. I mean, I'm really happy with that project. And James sings his butt off. Mm-hmm. Oh, that boy's good.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'm
1: really happy with it. It turned out really good. Is
0: so that is just a project, but I mean, are you gonna do any shows or no? I
1: don't know. No. I doubt it. I mean, yeah. I, I I hadn't been approached for that. That wasn't in the contract. I was just I yeah, just to, play it, it. to record the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it blows up, who knows? But um, you know, that would be some hard stuff to learn. though. God. <laughs> <laughs> you it's forgot it already so <laughs> fast some of it's so fast there's some fast leaks and i had to like okay of slow this down a little bit so I'm kind of like, oh my god was, some of it was crazy but uh it'd take me a while to learn that
0: one again yeah yeah well it's good stuff yeah. it really is yeah it's really good mm-hmm. all right perry well listen man i i know you're running short on time here tonight um I appreciate you stepping on and, and chatting a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, we'll see we gotta we'll run
1: into each other somewhere. At the beach or- yeah.